0: Thank you.
1: Hey guys, and welcome back to Real Talk, No Gimmicks. We're so excited that you guys are here with us for this week's episode, and we hope you've had a good week so far. We really think that you guys will find this topic interesting and it'll be a help to you this week. So if you're ready for your weekly dose of realness, just keep on listening. And also, don't forget to follow us at Real Talk, No Gimmicks, so you don't miss any of our updates. Okay guys, so for this week's episode, I'm super excited about this topic. I think it's very important that we talk about it. So I'm going to give Haley the chance to introduce our topic and we can get the discussion going from there. So go ahead, Haley.
0: Okay, everyone. So a couple weeks ago, we talked about the importance of self-care, the importance of taking care of ourselves, getting rest, um, and all those great things. But something that we didn't talk about that we're going to expound on today is mental health and it's something that is obviously very serious and is more talked about now um more recently but we're just gonna kind of dive into our thoughts on mental health is it important is it not important um should it be a conversation that young people have and um yeah all that stuff so first question i'm gonna ask you guys is obviously What is mental health to you? What does that mean? I feel like it's just kind of broad or like everyone has has their own idea of it. So what does it mean to you?
2: Mm. To me, I believe that mental health is just speaking your truth, speaking what's on your mind so that your mind is taken care of, because I know there are people in this day and age where something traumatic happens, or maybe they're just having a bad day, maybe someone hurt them, someone hurt their feelings, and you know they, they bottle their emotions. So if they keep continuing to bottle up their emotions, then their behavior changes, their demeanor changes, and like it starts to fracture some relationships, and I know how that feels, because I've been through that, I think two years ago, so overall, I believe that mental health is just speaking what's on your ne- on your mind respectfully, obviously, but like not keeping things bottled up because in the end, if you keep it bottled up, then you might explode.
1: That's really good. I like how you pointed that out. I liked your definition of mental health. Um, I guess the way I would put it is just in general is just your psychological and social well-being how you communicate with others how you you know live on a daily basis I guess um I definitely love how you said that it's important because a lot of people I think today it's getting better when it comes to like talking about mental health but some people really undermine it and think that it doesn't matter they think that you know, mental health isn't a real thing that you can just go on with your daily lives, having all these issues in your life. Not like how Demi said, not being able, not being able to express your emotions, keeping things bottled up inside. um, And all of that co- contributes to mental health. And I think it is important because even though mental health, it says mental, which has to do with your mind. I think after a while, when you don't take care of your mental health and it's kind of pushed to the back of your mind, it affects your whole life. It affects you physically emotionally, how you are, like how Demi said, with your family, friends, socially. So even though people don't really, you know, think about it all too often, I think on a daily basis, mental health should be very important um, because it just affects your life so much, even though you may not think so. So I guess in simplest terms, the way I would put mental health as a definition would be our social and mental well-being.
0: I agree with um, what both of you said. I do think it is very important and um, it is a conversation that has to be had. To me, mental health means just uh, simply without trying to copy what both of you said, but basically just taking care of your mind, you know, making sure that you set time um, in the day or a part of your week where you're not really concerned with the cares of the world because we know that In normal times, there's a lot that people deal with as individuals or uh, with family or friends, but especially in this day and age with the pandemic and just so much going on in our world, it's easy to be consumed by it and feel stressed and bogged down. Um, But I think mental health is just kind of having that escape um, in your day and your week where not necessarily it doesn't matter, where those things don't matter, but you're just letting yourself know that you matter in that moment and that yes, there's trials, yes, there's tribulations, but in order to overcome them, you have to first take care of yourself, so with that being said, we're all young people here, you know, we're not getting any younger, but we're still young, amen, Um, but I hear a lot of people say that, you know, mental health doesn't apply to young people, because, you know, we don't have bills necessarily, or we don't have children yet, or maybe we don't have to uh, do or taxes or whatever it is that adults feel like classifies being an adult um paying rent so do you guys agree with that concept we know that it's important as like just a general and definitions that we all gave but do you feel like it's important for young people to have mental health and that and at what age do you think it's important for parents or maybe teachers or mentors to start having those conversations
2: Um, I don't necessarily agree with the phrase that mental health shouldn't apply to, you know, us, the youth. And I feel like it's with that kind of mentality that causes a lot of young people to go through mental depression. Like, look at the news, look at social media, look at, you know, other things on a social platform where so many people our age or going through mental depression, or having anxiety, social, social anxiety, had suicidal thoughts. And I think it's in the stats that we are like the leading group of people that you know go through those things, right? So yeah, I don't necessarily agree. And I think mental health applies to everyone. If you're six years old, 16, 60, whatever, it doesn't necessarily matter what you're going through because people go through different things you know maybe one thing can affect one person while it doesn't necessarily affect another person and we all come through different walks of life so like of course parents and older people yes they have bills to pay yes they have to drive yes they have to be independent and carry all of this responsibility but at the same time as teenagers we also have responsibility and pressure too You know, we have this pressure to do our best, to do good in school, to make our parents proud, um, to get good grades, to be number one in a sports, a club, whatever. And like, even though it may not be as significant as paying the bills or, you know, doing taxes, it's still a responsibility that can, you know, have an effect on a young person's mind. So overall, it doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter how old you are. Mental health applies to every single person.
1: I love that. I love that the way you said that because I, de- like, I, for me, I definitely don't agree with that statement. Like, I think mental health has to do with everybody at all ages. I understand, like, how you're saying, like, adults, they, of course, they have a lot on their plate when it comes to just surviving, having to pay bills go to a nine to five job, whatever it may be. Adults, as you get older, your life does get more stressful. But I mean, for kids and for teenagers, especially these days, like it can be overwhelming and uh, just like how stressful our lives can actually be. People don't realize how stressful school can be, how friends can be stressful, things like that. And they they may think, oh, but you don't have to do this, that, and the third thing. But when that's all your life is when it comes to school, friends, whatever it is you're doing, mental health just plays a huge part. And for me personally, like talking like from a personal note, it's crazy to me because I'm 18 and you know, we all just became adults pretty much. But I feel like some of the most stressful and like detrimental like moments to my mental health were not that long ago. Um, especially with COVID, especially being at home all the time. Like, I really felt like my mental health was, like, going down the drain. And it's kind of disheartening, like, when people say, like, oh, but – You know, you're just at home. Oh, like, how can you how can you be depressed? Like, you don't have all these things on your plate. You don't have a nine to five job that you go to. You don't pay bills. You don't pay rent. And that's understandable. But I mean, life itself is just full of stressors and anything can really get to your mind. So it's really important that especially these days that mental health is a topic that isn't so taboo that everyone can talk about and that it's okay to feel the feelings that you're feeling, that everything you feel is valid, that you shouldn't be ashamed of it, you know? Cause I know a lot of people, when it comes to mental health, they're ashamed of it. They, they think that something is wrong with them. They think that their feelings aren't valid, especially when people are out there saying like, oh, what is your life? Like your life should be so easy, right? And then things like that, comments like that, it just makes it so much worse. So I was gonna ask you guys, because I heard what Demi said about that statistic with people our age, what, what are factors that you think really harm mental health um, among people our age?
0: Um, I think one factor that affects mental health for people our age is just sometimes the pressure that society puts on us as young people, you know. Um, obviously, we always talk about the pressure that social media gives, but, you know, even the pressure pressures of feeling like you have to accomplish certain things by a certain age, and that can be really stressful, you know, like um, by this age, I have to be driving, or this age, I have to have had these life experiences, whether that's taking trips or, you know, whatever it is for you, um, And especially when you don't accomplish those goals or meet that expectation, it can be really stressful, and you can start feeling inadequate or start feeling like you're behind in some way, but I think it's important to remember that everyone's life is different and um, you just kind of have to take your life one step at a time. You can't really compare yourself to someone else because when you start to do that, not only do you start to feel those feelings, but you start wearing down on your mental health.
2: That's really good. Um, I think another factor that would affect mental health would be cultural ties slash Eastern ties. Because I know there are some cultural communities especially, like, with Asia, Africa, and communities, um, when you have a problem or let's just say you're, like, you know, something's not sitting right with you and you want to talk to maybe an aunt or an uncle or your parent or an older sibling, um, I know firsthand that sometimes they may dismiss it or just shut you down to, so like, grow up or have thicker skin. You know, I feel like there are a lot of communities in this day and age where people, especially parents and people with kids, tell us the youth to like grow up, have thicker skin. You shouldn't be sad. You shouldn't cry all the time. You shouldn't have a pity party. You should be, you know, brave and bold and like you know, be smart. But sometimes, you know, as a kid, you're growing up. It's okay to be emotional. Like it's okay to be emotional. It's human nature. But I feel like because of that dismissive behavior, especially from cultural ties, it has a deep impact on people of color. And yeah, it also has a big impact, according to that statistic, with the youth, you know, going through suicidal thoughts, mental depression, social anxiety. And I know what it's like, because I remember one time I was speaking to a family member And this was a long time ago. I was in fourth grade, and I was just crying because I was being bullied in school. And, like, I just wanted a simple hug, you know. So I went to this family member, and I just asked them, like, hey, I'm having a bad day. Can you hug me? I just need a hug. But then right at that instant, they just pushed me away physically. Like, they pushed me in the chest, saying, like, what's the matter with you? So, like, you know, that took a toll for, like, a long time. But yeah, it's stuff like that, those little instances. I know it's not intentional cuz maybe they never had that in their own childhood, but it's because of those cultural ties that like, you know, sets a big impact on a person's mind, their mental health. So yeah, I would say cultural ties is a big factor.
1: I love how you pointed that out cuz I didn't even think about that until now and how true that is. And I personally speaking, I've seen it for myself. I like how you pointed that out because I've seen it among teenagers my, myself, like, and like talking with my friends and stuff, like we've all experienced it. And along with the cultural ties comes those pressures of these parents, your parents and stuff, wanting you to be the best, wanting you to have a certain career, wanting you to accomplish this, that, and the third thing by a certain age. And it just feels like all so overwhelming. And I know exactly what you're talking about when I feel like, again, people of color, like parents of color and stuff telling you like, yeah, you need to grow up because they didn't talk about mental health growing up. It's kind of like, oh, you got hurt. Suck it up and move on, you know, but uh, like these days, I feel like if you do do that and you like hold it in, I feel like at some point you're just going to like snap. You're going to snap and like it's going to be hard to go go back. So. Uh, I really like how you pointed out the cultural aspect of it because I think that's very important to talk about. And I think that should should change. I don't think that should be something that is hard to talk about, something that you can't bring up to your parents. I think it's very important for parents themselves to you know, maybe even see the signs of it, see the signs that, hey, maybe my kid is not okay. Hey, maybe I need to talk to them because I may not recognize it. It's maybe not something that I've had to go through, but again, times are changing people talk about different things, people go through different things, and I feel like it's really important, you know, you don't have to necessarily be all up in your kid's business, but, you know, it's really important to talk to your child, and if they're willing to talk, then, you know, sit and listen, because I think a lot of times, like, a lot of times when it comes to mental health, I feel like the simple thing is to really just listen. Sometimes people just want to be understood, and they want people to listen to them, and I think half the time, that's kind of what solves it, like, I feel like anytime I've had problems with my mental health, I don't talk about it very often. I end up, like, you know, being angry with myself. Why am I feeling like this? Why, you know, I don't want to feel this way anymore and this, that, that, the thing. I'm not talking to anybody about it. And it, like, it's just you and your thoughts and you're alone in your head. And that's, like, so harmful. So, especially with parents and their kids, because... Even today, like Haley was talking to me and she was saying how at her work, there are kids that who seem so young, who you would think, oh, their lives are going great. It it sounds like they're going through like horrible things and they're thinking things that they shouldn't. So I think it's very important that at any age, mental health, you know, should be talked about. It doesn't matter what your cultural background is. It doesn't matter where you come from, what you what you may think because like Demi said everybody goes through different things and I think it's so important that it should be talked about so we at least understand the point of view of everybody else and I think just doing that itself will just improve mental health so much more
0: I love especially that um perspective that you both brought because um I guess I could say fortunately my parents weren't necessarily like that. Um, I mean, I totally had those conversations where I felt like I was really like going through something and they're like, just be a little tougher, like for a little thick skin. But overall, you know, I can't say that you know, my parents have been a big act, like, you know, per- person that has made it prominent that I should speak about what I'm feeling because like Aaron, sometimes I don't want to talk Um, so that's something that I still have to learn and just to kind of answer my own question earlier about um, you know do I think it's important that we have conversations as young people about mental health I do I agree that we should because as um, Demi mentioned you know there are young people that are dealing with suicide anorexia and bulimia and so much more Addictions, um, simply like Erin said because they just need someone or want someone to just listen to them just to feel like they have some support, um, just to have someone that's going to tell them, hey, you know, they don't think that you're beautiful, they don't think that you're smart enough, but you know, just giving them that word of encouragement. Um, and I think that just because someone is young or may not have um, a certain responsibility, um, that's that should never be a reason why they shouldn't be heard or uh, why they shouldn't be able to express their mental health and what they're dealing with, because in that moment, you know, some we have to deal with like school or maybe we have a job, um, but to us, that's our life. You know, that's significant to us in that moment. We may not have children or we may not have, you know, a nine to five full time job, but our full time job is school. And so while they're hustling at, on the workforce, we're hustling at school, and there's different experiences that in that process we all have to deal with. So. We talked about the young person's perspective of why we feel that it's important. So I want to ask you guys, what do you, do you think that, you know, well, I won't even say do you think it's important. I want to say, how do you feel about the conversation or the phrase that if you're Christian, you know, mental health isn't important. Like you have the Bible, you have the Lord, you have faith. Um, and because of that, there's people that think you can't have doubt. Or you can't feel anxiety, or you can't have stress just because you're saved. So, I want to go ahead and get your insight. Um, Well, first of all, I would
2: say we're all human. So, even though we are told from the Bible and from other Christians that we shouldn't have fear, we shouldn't have doubt, we shouldn't have anxiety. By the end of the day, we're, we're not perfect. We're human beings. And that's why God came into this world so that we would have salvation. Because if we weren't the typical human being, then why do we have salvation to begin with? So, yes, it would be nice to not have fear. Yes, it would be nice to not have anxiety. But I feel like, in my opinion, there is a reason why the Bible says, fear not for the Lord is with you be anxious for nothing because they're little reminders for when we do feel anxious for when we do feel afraid and even in the midst of our fear we have a choice we can either choose to do the right thing to not be afraid and to just honor God and like God's not going to punish us for making a minor mistake such as being fearful or for not being trustworthy, because in the end, he's going to forgive us again and again and again. That's unconditional love right there. So I don't believe that, I don't believe in the phrase, Christians shouldn't have doubt, Christians shouldn't have fear, because again, we're all human beings, we're all capable of it. So yeah, I would just say it's okay to have those emotions, but don't let those emotions contradict with you know your faith, that take a hold on your life for a very long time. So yeah, that's what I would say.
1: That's really good. I would also um, disagree with that phrase as well. I think like Demi said, Christians, even though we are Christians, we're still human beings. Uh, Yeah, we would still feel the same things as an atheist would feel. So I think there's not a problem with talking about mental health, because we live as human beings every single day, we live with the stressors of life, we live with the impact of society on our shoulders. And it, it is like a huge impact on your mental health, whether you're Christian or not. But even with all of that being said, as a Christian, you have God and you have the Bible to guide you through it. You have verses like how Demi was saying, you know, to fear not, to rely on God. And that's always so helpful. But even that being said, it's not abnormal for a Christian to feel fear. It isn't necessarily right. We always should, you know, rely on God and know that he's always with us. But when life hits you like that, like, it it just does. And it's so easy to get stressed in any sort of situation. So I really don't think like just because you're Christian or just because you follow a certain religion, like you shouldn't talk about mental health. Like I I, I think that's always just like a stupid thing to say, like, oh, you're a Christian, right? Like your God is with you all the time. So why are you so sad? Why why, you know, are you so scared? Like your God is with you, right? And yes, he is with us, but it's it's still life and we're still human beings and we're still living in this world that is ruled by Satan essentially. He's going to throw these things at you, he's trying to get you off your path. So, it's obviously as Christians, we're not going to have like a very positive reaction to that. So, um, I definitely think, even among Christians, among anybody that's religious, I think mental. Uh, mental illness and mental health shouldn't be stigmatized. I think it should, it should still be a normal thing to talk about. And you should, you know, make communities with other Christians and you can talk about it because it, it is still a normal, things, a normal thing among Christians and also among human beings in general. So I definitely agree with what Demi was saying. But yeah, throughout the whole world, throughout like all human beings, it's just like a common thing to feel fearful and to feel alone but i think when you have fellowship and you have christians around you and other people that are there to support you it just becomes a lot easier along with relying on god and having the bible so even though we do you know have those things with us mental health isn't something that's so abnormal that's really good and also
2: um wait hold on i just forgot something Okay, the Bible didn't say thou shalt not be afraid as a commandment. The Bible did not say thou shalt not have mental illness, you know? So there's a reason why it was left out because God knew we'd all go through trials and <clears throat> tribulations and other things that would affect us. And I have a quick question. Um, besides what Aaron talked about, you know, when it comes to fellowship and communication with your emotions and what's on your mind, how else should we treat people that are going through a mental illness, whether it's verbally or just being there? Like, tell me in your opinion, what's it like to, you know, help other people?
0: I think one of the big uh, ways to help people would be just not discounting. I think so often people just say, oh, you know, you shouldn't feel that way, or maybe you should just get over it or just give some superficial response and not really care enough and i think that that's part of the reason why people's mental health just spirals into a ne- in a negative way because they don't feel like someone is listening that someone cares enough to actually give some form of advice and maybe in that moment you know you don't have the right words to say but i'm sure that there's someone or some resource that you can point the person to in and then two, just not talking down about people that are going through mental health or through depression or whatever it is, because that just makes the situation worse. You know, if you know someone that may be depressed or has an eating disorder or whatever, let's not make it a point to, I don't know, speak negatively or belittle them. But if you can't, like, kind a word of encouragement or shoot them a text to help them feel better or guide them down the right path then let's just not talk about it at all because I think that number one not listening but two just speaking negatively about that person behind their backs or in front of them just makes that person feel more alone more depressed more within themselves and isolated and unfortunately so many people get to that point and feel like there's no turning back or no way to come back from that
1: i love that i don't even know how to add to that because i think you said it perfectly i would say the same thing i think the main things are just listening and understanding um definitely when i've like had my struggles when it comes to mental health i felt like all i really needed was like somebody to talk to and somebody to like get it out and i feel like a lot of times when it comes to that when people get the chance to do that they fail at it um i feel like especially adults especially when they're talking to, like, a teenager or a kid who's going through stuff, I think it's so easy for them, like, how we've been talking about to say, like, oh, you shouldn't feel like that. Oh, you shouldn't grow up. Having emotions is, is something for babies. Like, why are you crying? Why, you know? Um, so I think something that's most important is just listening and understanding. And something else I would add is just not blaming that person for going through the things that they're going through. A lot of time people say, like, oh, but did you do this? oh, why aren't you doing this then? Oh, but if you're feeling like that, then go, you know, do this, whatever. So I think a lot of times people, instead of helping them and saying, okay, like, I understand completely how you're feeling, we're going to go get help for you. It's more of like, like I said, blaming them, making them feel like, oh, this is all my fault, which definitely does not help, doesn't help, makes it a lot worse. Um, And it's just like, it's not the right reaction, I feel like. I mean i've experienced it, i'm sure we've experienced it too and it, it just guilt tripping it just definitely does not help with your mental health it just makes it so much worse um, so I think definitely listening and understanding and seeing their perspective and their point of view, because a lot of times people also get cut off, like they'll be in the middle of a conversation explaining themselves, and then the, your parent or an adult will heal, like, will hear like, one thing, and they'll be like, well, why you did that, you did, well, see, that's exactly why it's your fault, and then they, again, they blame you, and they guilt ship you, and you just feel like crap. <laughs> so um, I think it's very important to, to, you know, listen, understand, understand their point of view to hear all sides of the story and not cut them off for sure so I think uh, when it comes to helping people I think the main thing is listening and understanding and even hearing from their point of view in what ways can I help you do you want to see a therapist do you want to do what would be comfortable for you I think definitely analyzing with that person what would be comfortable for them and what is good in their comfort zone is very important I I think a lot of people tend to make decisions for other people and then it just it doesn't help at all. So definitely, I'd say the main things are just listening, understanding and doing what's in the best interest for that person.
0: Girl, that was so good. That was so good.
2: Another thing to add on when it comes to helping people going through mental illness would be just being cautious and observant because i know there are people going through a lot of things and maybe they don't want to talk about it so i would say in regards to being observant and cautious ask the right ask the right questions so let's just say for instance someone comes home from school and you can just tell by the demeanor that something is wrong while don't ask the person, what's wrong with you? Why are you acting like this? What's wrong with your behavior? Blah, 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 blah. Cause that's gonna trigger them right there and they're gonna break down. So instead of just asking that kind of question, ask them, hey honey, are you okay? Is everything all, all right? How is your day? And then as long as you're asking those kinds of questions, they'll open up and maybe they just let everything go. Like they let everything loose and like they just break down in that moment I think, I think Aaron talked about this, like, don't cut them off, like, listen to their side of the story, and keep asking them questions, you know, ask them, oh, is there a way I could help, or what caused this, what caused that, you know, instead of just barging in and saying, like, why did you do this, or why did you do that, or why did you let this happen, so overall, I would just say, in regards of communication, asking the right questions, and just listening overall, it, it, does wonders overall. Yeah, and I said overall so many times, so I'm gonna just wrap that up. And does anyone else have something to say? Okay, I have a little snack, cause I am starving. Um, my snack is chocolate chip cookies. And um, honestly, my message with chocolate chip cookies is beyond time. Okay, be on time. Because earlier today we were talking about my um, airplane and traveling because I'm going to Canada for a wedding. So just have time to prepare for what's going to happen because you never know what might happen. So, yeah, just be prepared. Be on time and you'll be fine. So, yeah, don't forget to be cautious. Don't forget to be on time. Don't forget to be open. Don't forget to take care of your mental health. And don't forget to... Bye-bye.